0: The following podcast contains spoilers for shoplifters. You have been warned!
1: What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of KFR News Radio. This is your host, Benjamin Button, along with your host... Miguel, wrong way. Miguel Magusto. I always forget which way it is. This is so new to to me now. I am to your right, I believe. Yeah, you're to my left. Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm. Yes. It's amazing. It is how directions work. They made a compass for that. It's kind of (laughs) crazy. They did. Not for left and right though. (laughs) I wish they did. Oh wait. Figured it out. Got it. How you doing, Glenn? I we turned the fans. We turned the AC off. It was good. Now it's now it's way hotter than I expected it to be without the fan. Already, huh? All it's immediately. I yeah. only have uh, a fan up, in, I'm pretty much in the attic of the house or the mm-hmm. den, I guess you would call it. Uh, and as people know, if they followed any science, um, hot he air rises. rises. Yes. Yes. So it's a little, it's a little, it's not nearly as bad as the last house. I oh, I think I complained to you multiple times on how hot it is mm-hmm. there. It's not mm-hmm. nearly as bad as that, but it is a little, little toasty. <laughs> anyway, mm-hmm. my, my friend, other than the fact that I'm living in a homemade sauna of my own sweat, how are you doing?
0: I'm doing good. Uh, mm. uh, uh, I got sunburnt yesterday, so whoa. Uh, some people... Uh, you can kind of tell. I'm a little red. Okay. Not, not too bad. My arms are worse, but they're still not that bad. Yeah. Uh, but if people are wondering why I'm a little more red, that is why. Uh, and, of course, my neighbors, being the uh, lovely people that they are, uh, yeah. are setting off fireworks right now mm. when my baby child is trying to sleep. So, mm-hmm. that's the thing. Luckily, they, they haven't woken him up yet. So. Just that time of year, you know. It is, unfortunately. I hate fireworks. I think they're stupid. Uh, unless they're synced to music, which they never are unless you're at <laughs> Disney.
1: So... I like fireworks. I just usually never go out of my way to see them. you seen one firework. You've seen them all. That's pretty much I got invited to uh, one or two uh, events, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm all right. You've seen
0: a Disney fireworks show. Anything else is just stupid. <laughs> and and I'm not even like a huge Disney person, but they put yeah. on a great fireworks show. They do. And I just cannot enjoy normal fireworks anymore. <laughs> uh, I guess you could call that privilege because it kind of is. Yeah. I'm just over it, and also, uh, it, you have to be around people, and I don't like that. But, Glenn, yep. we've gone off track
1: already. A little bit.
0: First, a couple of weeks ago, we talked about how much I hate hedges. Now we're talking about how much I hate fireworks, but this isn't a hedges or a fireworks You're a very podcast. vocal man on
1: what you dis and dislike. Yes. Dis and dislike. Dis yes, and I dislike. did say that. What movies did you watch this week? Oh, a strap on or strap in, whatever you feel like doing, uh, however you... Swing. I'm not into. Uh, anyway, I saw some movies, believe I'll strap it or not. In. Oh. Strap I'll, in. I'll strap on. No, anyway, no, I'm into no, no, some no, no, movies no, 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 no. now. Strap into some movies. Uh, first, we saw uh, a little movie, or we were going to see a little movie, but I wanted to prep for it. I wanted to get ready. I wanted to know uh, how it led to this moment of a movie. So. It all started with Raiders of the Lost Ark. I rewatched that. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of wanted to just refresh my memory, and I really wanted to try to knock out the trilogy before we saw the newest Indiana Jones.
0: Yeah,
1: uh, it didn't happen. I'm a fucking piece of shit, and uh, <laughs> I didn't even make it through Lost Ark. But I had watched it already, so I wasn't well, that bad. I, well, okay. I thought I thought you fell asleep during Temple of Doom, not Lost Ark. No, I just I didn't get to finish Temple of Doom. Yeah. Um, but Lost Ark is great. I love Marion with all my heart. Harrison Ford's a badass in life and in movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, son of a bitch is so goddamn handsome. I wish he'd give a little out the handsomeness. Not <clears throat> anyway. Uh, Temple of Doom uh, was really good, and uh, for what I saw, I honestly think it is much better than Lost or uh, yeah Lost Ark. Um, and I didn't I didn't quite get to uh, okay. from what I saw. I only saw half of a movie, so I can't. actually say that definitely short round makes it the only thing i think what holds it back i think short round makes it but willie's character is so it's not the actress's fault but she's so aggravating yeah not a good combo uh she wasn't one of the good uh what's jones girl's Uh, I'd like to say Bonds Girls, but, you know, this is kind of swinging it to the Jones Girls. She wasn't the better of, obviously, the two. Marion was fucking pitch perfect right from the get-go. And then, oh, we watched, obviously, uh, Dial of Destiny on Mm -hmm. Thursday, but we can't say anything about it because there's a review and you got to watch it there. Uh, After that, I made some very bold claims, and I decided I'm going to try to refresh my mind. So I also watched Crystal Skull. Uh, I still feel how I felt about that, and I'm not going to go that much further. It is super bad. Like, it's cheesy as fuck. But I feel like there was beats in the movie that made it feel like a more grounded Jones movie than yes. I remember it being. Um, I'm, but
0: anyway. I'm inserting Tim Robinson dressed as a hot dog shouting <laughs> wrong right now, just so you know. Wrong!
1: after that uh i kind of started uh, watching the season two of the bear which is something that it came out a couple weeks ago i believe either that or last month so i, I started that up i got to episode six last night uh, over the weekend and I, I texted you i have not seen anybody talk about season two yet but episode six is fucking crazy <laughs> it is bonkers uh, anybody who watches the show uh, it you're either going to make it or you're going to break because it is a very anxiety inducing uh show on basically how the kitchen staff uh how it feels to be in a kitchen staff it, sometimes obviously it's it's a little you know played hard because you know it's a TV where show where
0: on a scale of 1 to Darren Aronofsky's mother is it it's it's
1: fucking up there dude <laughs>
0: up there does it reach I mean, the mother status
1: yeah i i would Ooh. i would think so for you i think it specifically i think it would it would it gets you it gets your loins flowing shall i say <laughs> um and on. and uh you're gonna be pleasantly surprised by some people who show up so I, I know will
0: Poulter's in it
1: yeah actually that's not who i'm talking about though so oh, okay. that's cool okay i'm that's glad good. everything else wasn't uh hit for yeah. you um it, episode six is fucking crazy and I'm going to start the uh, other four episodes either tonight or tomorrow I haven't quite mm-hmm. decided yet but it's great great show so far um, the first season's uh, honestly it's damn near perfect this season's it's not quite there but it's kind of setting up some stuff so I, I you know I get it mm-hmm. um, and then of course I watched shoplifters which we shall get into after Mike talks about all the silly things he watched with his retinas Yes, mm. uh, I watched
0: seven movies. You know, getting back into the swing of things oh, yeah, uh, have are.
1: been the past month or so. Uh, first
0: thing I watched was Paranormal Activity. Uh, <laughs> first time I watched that, it's uh, uh, the really? reason I watched it. Yeah, well, so it came out when I was a projectionist, and it was like the height uh-huh. of my projectionist shifts. Like, Got I was a it. manager who also was a projectionist, so I spent, like, 50-50 on the floor. Mm-hmm. This came out when I was a project. Like, I had, like, four weeks where all I did was projection uh, mm-hmm. on, on my shifts, uh, which I loved. So much better than dealing with customers. Oh, yeah. Um, so I saw, I essentially saw the entire thing just spread out and get yeah. out of order. Uh, so this was the first time I actually watched it as it was meant to be watched. But I had seen everything in it. And so, like, I uh, I rated it. I when it came out, admittedly, this was partially me trying to be like uh, contrarian uh, when it first came out. I was like, "Man, this is awful." Blah blah blah. But I also hadn't seen it as it was meant to be seen. Of course, I was just going off of like the different snippets I had seen, which were bad. Mm -hmm. uh, And everyone was like saying how great it was. And then I watched it, and I felt vindicated because it's a pile (laughs) of garbage. Uh, like, it's, it's on the 1001 movies list, uh, mainly for the cultural impact. I can't deny the cultural impact of criminal Activity. The cultural impact
1: was crazy. Uh,
0: but it is a garbage movie. It is, is is bad. They have no chemistry at all. Not once, not once did they try to sleep with the door closed or switch (laughs) sides of the bed so Katie would feel more secure. Not once.
1: Well, Katie's, Katie's very stubborn. As a character, as a whole she was a very stubborn woman throughout all of the movies i mean he uh, was he two. was also he was
0: a piece of shit he was a he was a what hot was piece Mi- of shit it was micah right um mika or micah Mi- something Mi- like Mi- that Mi- it was spelled it was micah mika, but they, i feel mika. like they pronounced it weird yeah uh yeah because i mean it's the actor's real name so i don't Mike, micah is on a
1: character from red dead too but, but it, it's but mika like, for sure anyway
0: yeah. anyway uh but like they they could have just easily fixed that situation by him going hey do you want to switch sides of the bed since you know things keep mm-hmm. happening and she go no no it's okay there problem solved yeah but the entire
1: time i'm just like just switch sides of the bed <laughs> just do it shut the door i i both acknowledge that paranormal activity is not a good movie but it was a lot of fun on first release first watch and still it to me it holds up uh, there's one of one of the other movies one of the sequels is technically like a prequel to the first one
0: mm-hmm. i
1: honestly thought that was one of the best of obviously the series so, yeah like, it's i haven't like, seen
0: any of them mm-hmm. uh i the only one i had seen like a good chunk of was this one because i was a projectionist all the other ones yeah. came out when i was no longer a projectionist uh i could see this being a fun crowd mm-hmm. uh a film to go see seeing it by yourself it's a piece of garbage yeah. uh, i think going to see it with a crowd i would still think it was a piece of garbage but would probably enjoy the crowd reactions to it
1: oh yeah the crowd reaction um, and then especially back when that came out what was that 2000 like seven holy well, shit
0: it was made in 2007 but i was a projectionist 2008 and that's when it came yeah.
1: out um so. it was it was a lot of fun uh being that age i was well, what fucking 15 so we were in that teenage crowd where we're like, oh, we thought it was all real. It was, it was basically like the Blair Witch. Everybody thought it was fucking real. Well, I mean, I happens. knew
0: it was fake to, from the get-go because ghosts don't fucking exist. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and tell my mom that. <laughs> and another thing. <laughs> granted i i watch a lot of ghost shows i don't yeah. think ghosts exist but i find ghost hunting fascinating
1: the, the concept it's, of it's super interesting
0: just well the concept super interesting and just to see these people who i firmly believe believe in ghosts i don't think they're like trying to like yeah make a show just to screw people over to see the leaps they take to try to justify their beliefs mm-hmm. is fascinating to me i couldn't tell you why but just like, oh, this thing happened. This wasn't a breeze. This isn't dust. This is an orb. Their it's, outfits
1: are usually spot on, too. Uh, yeah, oh Like, Ghost God.
0: Adventures is my favorite. They're yeah. they're goofy as fuck. They seem like fun guys, too. Like, I oh, would yeah. never... I would love to go on their show and just be like, yeah, I don't believe in ghosts. Send me in there, Captain.
1: Uh, <laughs> my dad used to watch... There's like four or five shows that he used to watch back-to-back. There was MXC, mm-hmm. uh, which was on Spike or one of those... Um, There was CSI before, like, the Miami and all that spinoffs. It was just straight-up CSI. And then that one, for sure, Ghost Adventures. And then it was a history buff. But, like, I'd always get all of those all the time. Ghost Adventures was one of them. I still watch
0: Ghost Adventures Mm because, I like, they all – they're, like – they're, they're putting on a show like they yeah. they I feel like they definitely I think they believe in ghosts, but I yeah. they think they definitely exaggerate how scared
1: they are I all mean, the time. It's television, you got yeah, to exactly. bump the ratings a little. Um And
0: but yeah, so uh, yeah, ghosts aren't real paranormal activity shit, but I can understand the cultural impact and how mm-hmm. people enjoyed watching it as a crowd. Uh, then I watched Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, uh, the last of the original trilogy of Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. Uh, my favorite growing up, I think I like Raiders more now. Uh, yeah. But I love the father-son dynamic in Last Crusade. I think it's something mm-hmm. that's overlooked uh, compared to Temple of Doom. I think it's it brings back some of the wholesomeness of. Uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark that was lost yeah. in Temple of Doom. Not that I, I like Temple of Doom, but I get everyone's gripe with it. It's just... It's, too, it's way too intense for Indiana Jones, which is yeah. supposed to be a family
1: movie. Originally, I think the originally why, it was
0: supposed to be a family movie, at least.
1: Yeah, I think the reason why I like... I think the dynamic between Short Round and yeah. Indy was just Someone, so good that it just... It feels like a better movie.
0: Yeah, I forget where I read it, but someone said that uh, Short Round is legitimately the only person in any of the movies that Indiana Jones liked, and that's one hundred percent true. He's yeah. he, he's like he's, he's always looking out for Short Round. Always like like he might talk back to him and everything, but you it's it's different. It's not like an yeah. anger thing. It's like a uh like his know. own kid. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but but not I, not, I,
1: so, not sure.
0: <laughs> yeah, I like all of them except for uh, for Crystal Skull. Uh, and, uh, you know, you'll have to find out if I like the Dial of Destiny in our review. Yeah. Uh, which I watched that after I watched The Last oh, Crusade. Did you? So Yeah, so Holy check that shit. out on the YouTubes. Mm. Then, my Ingmar Bergman collection. I took a couple weeks off from Ingmar Bergman, because he is a heavy, heavy director to watch. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, and I watched his, uh, adaptation of Mozart's The Magic Flute, which is like an opera from the 1700s. hmm It was fine. I'm not really that big into, like... I like opera music separately, but I don't like watching opera music on stage because it's too long and boring. Uh, Like, the theme... But I love the music. I just don't like watching it. I like listening to it and and relaxing. But watching it is, like, a chore uh, for me personally. But, yeah, Magic Flute, it was okay. Mm -hmm, I... mm -hmm. I've, I've liked a lot of his other stuff more. Then I rewatched Asteroid City because I just wanted to rewatch it because I love it so much. Or do I? You have to check out YouTube <laughs> to see if I do. Uh, but yeah, I th- I liked it a lot more this time. Like we both liked it a lot the first mm-hmm. time we watched it. But I, when I watched this, I started picking up on like themes and 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 you know analyzing it more. And it's like it's a more brilliant movie than I had initially. That's thought. that's
1: all of his movies too. Like yeah, the s- more you, you watch, see them. so much more when you're obviously you're looking for other things
0: exactly. Or or you um. like you hear a line that seems like a throwaway line in the beginning, but when you know the ending, it's actually setting up the ending. Yeah, uh, which I I thought was there's was a lot of that in this, and it's mm-hmm. just beautiful.
1: Or you're not um, distracted by old men and smelly feet. Yes, that, that too. too i there's
0: no old men and smelly feet behind me this time. thank the Lord so, yes uh then I watched shoplifters, which we're gonna get into in just a minute and then I watched a movie called Timbuktu, which was nominated for best international film in twenty fifteen I wanna say it did not win uh but Shame. it was it was nominated and I had been wanting to watch it pretty much since uh it was nominated uh it's essentially it's like the uh the I think it's a city in. Mali, well, the the real Timbuktu is a city in Mali, I believe. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong. Uh, I don't know if this is supposed to be like a fake Timbuktu or or if it is supposed to be the city in Mali. I don't know enough about Timbuktu to know for sure if Same. this is happening in Mo- in Timbuktu. But essentially, uh, this city is being policed by Al Qaeda mm. um, or some Islamic uh, uh, extremist group. I don't know yeah. if, if if it is specifically Al Qaeda. Um, but, and it, it just follows all the different characters who, the thing I like most about it is that it shows that most Islamic people are pretty chill and relaxed and just like life, like the rest of us, they just believe different things than mm-hmm. people. And then they're being oppressed by these extremists, much like Americans are starting to become by Christian extremists. Ooh. Uh, yeah, I went there. And, uh, so, <laughs> <Got him>. uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yes and so it it's it was just interesting to see how like the different reactions and how obviously which if you have to be a fucking dumbass to think that every islamic person believes in these extreme beliefs yeah uh to see like how they reacted to it and it's just you know it's just a it's a really fascinating movie i really really enjoyed it i highly suggest people watch timbuktu too good but that's all I watched this week. Uh, if we didn't talk about paranormal activity for five minutes, it would be that's, really outside. that's for sure. <laughs> but let's get into shoplifters. Hey. どうしたの? <laughs>
1: ママは。それさ、別にさ、返してきない子供にはね、
0: On the margins of Tokyo, a dysfunctional band of outsiders are united by loyalty, a penchant for petty theft, and playful grifting. When the son when the young first time I stumbled Ooh, in Glenn a mile. Are you okay? <laughs> when the young son is arrested, secrets are exposed that upend their tenuous below-the-radar existence. Written and directed by Koryda Hirokazu, uh, starring Lily Frankie, Sakura Ando, Kirin Kiki, and Mayu Matsuko, or Matsuoka. Sorry, Mayu Matsuoka, uh, and this, of course, is a uh, Japanese-language film, unless you're Glenn. Uh, oh, dude.
1: Oh, my God. Yeah, we'll
0: get into that in a second. And uh, it came out in 2018, was nominated for Best uh, Foreign Language Film, or International. I forget when they changed it to the to mm-hmm. being called International, uh, but which I believe we found out last week off the air that it lost to Roma. Is that correct?
1: I think it was Roma, yeah. Yeah. Um, Which if Um, you're going to lose to one, there you go. Yeah,
0: you're going to lose to (laughs) Roma. Yeah. Like any other year, this might have won. But since it was up against Roma, it kind of stood no chance, unfortunately. Uh, But yeah, this was on my long list, of course. Glenn picked the number. The math ended up landing on one that I didn't want to do because I just talked about it in the TikTok. Yeah. And wanted some separation before we do that one. And then uh, the second one landed on this one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, Glenn, uh, I had seen this before. I watched it at uh, legitimately the best day of movie watching I have ever had. Uh, Lucky man. I, I went to Philly, saw five movies. All five were fantastic. You know, when you watch five movies, some sometimes they're going to be bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, but every single one was like a four to a five star movie for me. Um, and I have, yeah. I have yet to match that. Uh, one day, brother. One day. Yes. So I, I was really excited to see what you thought of this. Uh, other than the Spanish language that, for some reason, HBO Max made you watch. Made
1: me watch. So, What, let's what did you think? Look into my eyes. Get closer. Get lovely. Uh, let's cuddle. Um, so HBO, uh, normally I watch the movie on the day of because my brain's small and can't remember things for too long. Uh, so I watch them on the day of. Uh, Little did I know that there was two languages on the HBO. Uh, One was the original Japanese language, and then the other was Spanish. Now, however, when you go and watch the movie, you only are able to listen to Spanish. I didn't know that. Everybody in the world should know that, because... Actually, no, they shouldn't. That's a lie, because HBO lies. When they say two languages, they only give you one. Lo and behold. So I had to sit there and listen to Spanish the whole... The Japanese uh, people of sorts listen... Jesus, speak Spanish the whole time. I wasn't mad, because I'll tell you what... The dubbing, the Spanish dubbing, was actually really good. Oh, that's (laughs) good. I was surprised. Obviously, the biggest thing that throws you off is if you just want to have like a a multiverse moment where you're like what happens if japanese people speak spanish and then that's you're like oh that's that's how it is yeah and you're and you're an english-speaking person so you're like what the fuck is happening
0: <laughs> it probably matches up with mouth movements a lot better than like english oh, there's, does.
1: there's moments well yeah for sure that there's moments where obviously it doesn't sync up where like yeah you know they're counting or something like that um but the, the Spanish dub, I'll try to get this out of the way really fast because I don't want to talk about it the whole time. The Spanish dub was really good. Um, it was just, you know, really sad that I didn't get to listen to the Japanese uh, speaking, um, which is just sad because I didn't get to actually hear their vocal performances yeah, themselves. Yeah, that's, that's the which, biggest tragedy which, of this. Which takes, takes it away for sure. But mm-hmm. to counter that, the Spanish one was actually really good too. So I don't know how much I lost there from the original actors themselves but also you know credit to them because it was actually really good yeah. um so this movie had been on my list for a little bit uh i think probably since around 2019 it was i thought it was on hulu um i'm pretty sure it moved eventually it was to, for it was for some point or uh, sometime. yeah it was on hulu for a while and then i, I just i never got around to it um mm-hmm. i knew it was a great movie from uh, lots of people I uh, just never I never have time. I can only watch two movies a week. People leave me alone. You're I, ga- I got to meet a quota. <laughs> um but yeah, this this movie, man. Uh lots to talk about here. Yeah. Uh, man, it's 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 <laughs> refreshing, shall I say? Um because throughout the movie, you know, it's a big topic. It's kind of a big family kind of oriented movie, but the the point of view, I feel like the viewer gets is kind of the kids in this movie. They, yeah. the movie withholds information from you just like the kids are are getting too. And you're like, man, th- I mean you you know the circumstances of what's happening, but this is a, this is like a really wholesome fucking little group of people. Like, yeah. This is all like, oh my God. And obviously there's some shit you don't know that, you know, is not good. But you're like, damn, these people work, they mesh so well. Let them be a family. Let them be yeah. a silly little geese, little parade, and go swimming in a little pond. Let them all let them all fly away together. Let them do some things. And I really enjoyed the fact that, that you only kind of get a kid's point of view on the whole aspect and you're you're withheld information until the very end. And you're just growing as like a family and just kinda just kinda shoplifting, really. Just hanging yeah. out and shoplifting. Yeah. Very awesome. Uh, I'll let you speak a little bit because that was a lot for me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, I, I 100% agree. I think the family dynamic is the best part of this. Mm -hmm. Uh, the director, the director, uh, we've seen one of his movies earlier this year, Broker, Mm -hmm. uh, the, the Korean language movie with, um, uh, the, the guy from Parasite whose name is escaping me and I feel horrible. Song (laughs) Kang-ho. Yes. Um, and, uh, he he does family dynamics so well. Like that's a because that broker is also a movie where like they're not really family but they feel like a family. Yeah. Um, and uh, just like you said, because you're from like the the kids' perspective in a way, uh, you just assume until be uh, piece by piece it's revealed that they're not blood related. You assume they are blood related, mm-hmm. uh, at least like the obviously not the the little girl that not is little girl yeah. that they they. Um, I don't like using the word "kidnap." Save they save like yes, technically
1: it's kidnapping. It was, it was definitely kidnapping. But she but had a better she
0: had a better life with them than she did her parents
1: significantly. Um,
0: and uh, so you you just feel like they're this family, and then she, like, she was at least
1: loved. I don't know if she definitely yeah. had a better. Well, I don't know. And but piece by piece, you're like,
0: oh, the, oh, you're kind of like shocked because they're not blood related. The son they uh, they picked up in a car and. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, like the, the mom and dad figures, um, who, uh, were Osamu and Nobuyo, mm-hmm. uh, they, w- while romantically involved at some point, seemed yeah. like they weren't anymore. And then obviously they kind of grew back together, uh, in a way it was, it was just an interesting dynamic. Uh, and even with like the, the older, uh, daughter type character who was, uh, Aki, and and grandma,
1: you thought older? that, that uh, I I felt like she was younger, Aki, Aki, yeah,
0: yeah. She, the one that that was at like she was at the uh, the fetish
1: bar, yeah. The f- she had to have been club. at least
0: eighteen, I'm assuming. So she was uh, older. I, I
1: was assuming, or for me, the the little dynamic was, and this was confusing for me. I mean, it's more confusing down down the storyline, mm-hmm. but it, to me, it was. It felt like it was grandma. Yes. obviously. And then you. I assumed that it was uh, Naboyo. I don't know how to say that Japanese. Um, Me neither. So, sorry. Um, it felt like the bloodline was Grandma, Naboyo, and then Aki, as far as liner sis- uh, sis- sisage sisterhood of the traveling pants went. Um, well, yeah, that's and, what I'm and, saying. And Aki was
0: the young... Uh, she, well, she was older... Like she seemed like she was one of the My kids, but uh, got older. My brain
1: got confused, and y- I thought you were saying she was older than Naboyo
0: No, she was older than Shota and Yuri. Uh, yeah, or Glenn, or listen, Lynn.
1: Uh, listen, yes. you dumbass, man. Because like
0: uh, you're right, you're. I see what you're saying, where it did feel like she was kind of naboyo's sister. Yeah. Um, but I kind of felt like she because because uh, I don't know. It just it it felt like she she older was sibling. an older sibling. Yes. Yeah. Um, and like to me personally, her and grandma seem like the last one where they, they consistently talk about like, oh, uh, she keeps calling her grandma and everything. Mm -hmm. And so it it feels like maybe they're blood related. And then you find out that, uh, while, uh, the grandma's husband is blood related to Aki, she's not, her husband cheated on her uh, and she's been like getting money and, and all that, um. But, like, the family dynamic they create is so beautiful. It's better than a lot of families that I know, personally. Uh, yeah. And, and it's it, it's, it, it's just, it makes the rest, the ending of the movie so shattering. Uh, obviously, in 2018, when this came out, I was not a father yet. Uh, and I, I still teared up then. I was a fucking mess when
1: I watched it this time around. Oh. And I was like... <laughs> oh, my God. I don't even like, have a child, but... I fucking will tell you I will protect Yuri at all fucking costs.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, I love the way little kids run. It's so funny. (laughs) Yeah. Because, like, you could tell they're going as fast as they can, but they're not going fast at all. They're moving in slow-mo. They're stuck. (laughs)
1: Um, But uh, the... the, Also, speaking of the kids, they were fantastic in this movie. They were. They were. never Shota and Yuri. It never felt like they were acting. Like, they were straight up... It felt like they were in it. Yeah,
0: but one of the one of the most heartbreaking scenes. It's also a, a very beautiful scene. Uh, is one of the uh, it's it's an earlier scene, like maybe like the second or third week. Yuri is with them. Mm. Um, maybe even later. The the timeline in this is all hard to ke- catch because like it's it, it, it's, it's winter, summer. It's winter. Yeah, summer. It jumps
1: from season to season.
0: Um, but when uh the, they're burning her old clothes i think it was 2 months this 2, was months, two after. months after yeah. yeah so 2 months after they they saved her uh and uh you know you find out that she's been discovered as missing but her parents didn't report her as missing her biological parents yeah. pieces of shit uh mm-hmm. but and so the the mom Nabuyo uh is like looking at her, the Yuri scars and says if they told you that this is what love is they're wrong oh, and then she God. hugs her and she said this is what love what, what love feels like mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yeah No, boyo, you are gonna and, and then Yuri's you're making it your rain on like, my face she's just like sensually touching her face she's like
0: mm. yeah oh my mm. g- i gotta say when kids touch your face i don't know what it is it is like the greatest thing in the world i it's just like it, it sounds it's, really corny
1: no i i mean my especially when like uh, my nephew was, like, younger, where I could, like, hold him, like, in my yeah. arms, trying to put him to sleep. And he yeah. would just, like... I mean, granted, he was probably playing with my sexy-ass beard, but uh, <laughs> he would, like, just go like this and touch my face, just just feeling my hands yeah. on my face, and it was all it, that's oh, just so sweet.
0: Yeah. And, and the thing I love, because this could so easily... I mean, obviously, with this director, it probably wouldn't have, but this could have so easily gone, like, a really dark route. Yeah. Um, but, like... You know, you, I think it was really important to show that they were trying to do the right thing by taking her home again mm-hmm. in the beginning. And then when they go and you hear them, uh, the bi- biologic, biological parents, like, throwing shit and breaking shit. Yep. And and you could just see on the mom's face she realizes that they can't leave that girl there. Yeah. Uh, especially because the parents lock her out on the porch like she's a, an animal, which is rude to do when, even with an animal, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah. Uh, in the cold. It, it, like, in the yeah, summer, it's one thing. It was, it was winter. Thing,
1: right? they, like, they had the... um, Fuck. Uh, Asumu and uh, uh, Shota were just yeah. constantly talking about how cold it was outside right before they mm-hmm. saw Yuri just chilling outside. So, yeah. like, fuck that parent.
0: Yeah. And, and uh, so that, that scene where, like, she just kind of, like, falls... I don't think she falls to her knees, but she falls to like hug Yuri. If I remember correctly, I could be wrong. Or she she squats down or something. It's not like a dramatic fall to the knees. It's just like a oh shit, we can't leave her here. Yeah. That was such a powerful scene uh, when when she realizes that. Uh, and then you know they they from then on they become like this this family where like she's like I, I, I'm your mom now. You know Th- this is yeah
1: without saying that
0: with yeah she she never says it but she's yeah like. To the way she acts, she goes mm-hmm. from like, "Oh, we got to take her back," like she's a
1: dog or whatever. Now, Osimo, uh, he would constantly say it. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, I'm dad. <laughs> yeah, look at me, <laughs> I'm dad. Yeah, or <laughs> el papa, el papa. That's what I got on my end. <laughs> el papa, el
0: papa. <laughs> <laughs> kind of wish I watched it in Spanish now.
1: It was, uh, the reason it was I didn't watch really in Spanish good. for the
0: people, I I I have the Blu-ray, so I obviously yeah. didn't have that problem. Um, but yeah, I just I love that after that they they show like the day to day so they're not just like they're not just thieves they do try to make money but they just they do petty theft of like small items to try mm-hmm. to pinch pennies uh so it yeah, shows that like they're they're not against being active members of society it's just people yeah. don't get paid that much especially it's when you
1: get injured on the job seven jesus it's 75% bondage i mean bonding and then Maybe, like, 15% actual uh, stealing and stuff. Yeah. And then I don't even know what the the, the last... I don't even remember what fucking the 75 was, 15, 10%. 20% skill, 15% (laughs) concentrated power of will. (laughs) (laughs) Understand that reference, you silly goose. Anyway, but it... it, Fuck, this movie's so good, man. Tugs on some heartstrings. It does. The... The one obviously you feel really bad for the kids because uh, you know they weren't the, they didn't get they didn't choose to get put in this situation. Yeah. Um. But the one character, obviously, besides those two, I felt super bad for was Aki mm-hmm. because because <laughs> she I, was she in on the she wasn't in on the whole scheme. She didn't know what the fuck was going on, right?
0: She oh, knew God. obviously she, that the grandmother
1: wasn't her grandmother. She
0: knew. Well, no, she didn't. She, um, uh, or she didn't know that the grandma knew who her family was. Oh, I think that's what it was. Um, and and the reason we're we're having like it it makes sense. It's just when you're reading subtitles and they're they're throwing that much information little, at you, yeah, it's hard it's to retain it all. On who's um actually but yeah, blood and not. <laughs> so she knew that she wasn't her biological grandmother, mm-hmm. but. I, I could be wrong about that. I'm par- fairly sure that's what it is. But she also didn't know that her grandma knew who her family was and was taking money from her family. Yeah. Because um, she so. was...
1: When, I mean, w- when all of it went down in the end, she was distraught. And yeah. And you could tell she didn't know what the fuck she was going to do. Yeah, You know, you know As- Asumu and Nibugu, you know, they got what they were... They probably should have gotten way worse, but they got what they were was coming to them, but yeah. Aki just felt like she was in that middle where everything just fell around her. The whole yeah. the whole house just plummeted and she's just standing in the middle. Yeah. I, I felt super bad for her.
0: Yeah. Well that uh, that that, that- brings me to my next point like it's a beautiful movie and it's touching and it's happy and it's feel good until the ending the ending is so bleak in the yeah. in the best way like it's yeah. a very realistic ending of what would actually happen in this situation it's not like in Japan you know, because in mm-hmm. in the United States they would never uh, let a kid I don't know if he ran away or if they actually let him go see Osamu
1: I think he ran
0: away okay that would potentially happen but like they they made it sound like it was just like a a little thing and okay, I, uh, they I, I would. That's a,
1: it's a little confusing because Osamu does he does say uh, tell them I I made you stay the night so yeah. maybe they knew I don't know it's yeah who
0: knows uh, that I mean it doesn't need to go it doesn't need to expound on that it doesn't no. need to have that 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 information uh, especially when you're not from Japan you could just be like oh it's probably just a Japanese thing who knows yeah uh, and that's all you really need. Um, but like, just to see how, for lack of a better word, worse their the kids' lives are. Mm-hmm. Oh, all their lives are after the the police intervene. First of all, fuck the police for how they were trying to turn everyone against each other. In that,
1: like, that's just police work. <laughs>
0: well, yeah, I it's it's I just hate that though because it's like they they are taking information and then spinning it to become a blatant lie while yes it's technically true it's, <laughs> it's not the heart of the fact that is there <laughs> because um, we
1: were we were there with them understanding everything so when you know yes getting interrogated they're trying to get it on how they would see that it makes sense yeah for and them.
0: It, it, yeah obviously it, i i don't really think the police are bad people for doing that they're doing yeah. what they think is no, <laughs> the this is factual. our family
1: now. Fuck yeah. those cops, yeah. dude! Hey,
0: you didn't see. You didn't see those two two people have sex with the cold noodles. Yeah, Straight they left pr- the cold noodles on the table, and that's seconds. all I could focus on is that the cold noodles were on the table and just dripping onto the floor. And that's uh,
1: the noodles. Mm. You gotta oh. save the noodles. She no, got but, some noodles too. That's. <laughs> I set you up for that one. <laughs> yes, you did. Um,
0: but. Like the when when he puts uh, Shota on the bus and chases after him, and then Shota finally calls him dad, and mm-hmm. then they cut from that straight to Yuri back on the pe- uh, on the porch, yep. uh, the closed-in porch, and and no one paying attention. It's just so heartbreaking. Like I wanted to buy it, uh, even though these are <laughs> fictional characters, I wanted to buy a plane ticket to Tokyo, find this porch, and and save yuri myself the
1: whole movie you just want to hug yuri yeah the whole it's, time.
0: she i mean shota obviously doesn't deserve it but like yuri yeah. is still at an age where she does not understand yeah and probably has no concept of doing anything wrong because she doesn't know what wrong is well she's finally uh,
1: getting a loving family she's yeah and then risk and, at all
0: and then like to have the government take that away from you because it's quote unquote the right thing to do mm-hmm. and put you back and I I loved how they showed that the the first of all, in the U.S. if the parents didn't report her missing for two months, I feel like they wouldn't return the kid back to her.
1: Uh, well, yeah, hundred percent.
0: Obviously, Japan's a different country. In the U.S., I don't think that would fly. Um, and and th- when they they sh- the fact that they showed her, them lying, saying that she was asleep, mm-hmm. and then they cut to her, her uh, listening in. Uh, on, on the inside of the door I thought that was brilliant to show that like well brilliant for the movie heartbreaking for the the film where it's just like nothing has changed with these parents they're gonna just lie to make themselves look good and still continue to neglect her and it's just
1: <sighs> well it's also uh, I would fight th- dictators to save your <laughs> <laughs> I was not prepared for you to say taters
0: <laughs> i would fight dicks to I save your dick all day
1: <laughs> the the one thing like you notice uh after everybody gets caught and uh you know they're they're doing all the interrogations they're doing an interview um with yuri's biological mother and she's like oh yeah well how is how is yuri doing oh she's doing great she fell fast asleep oh what did she have for dinner last night uh, and then the mom's like her favorite uh what, is it omelet and rice or something? Yeah, like that? When we know her favorite's when gluten cake. We know it's gluten cake. It's gluten cake, bitch.
0: That bitch is a liar. <laughs> Cut back to me saying I don't like calling people bitch last week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a hypocrite, apparently.
1: <laughs> hey, um, but it's you're just you're just uh, tug tug along on this this great little family. Yeah. it's not not great as far as aspects of living go but just great family dynamic. they made a life
0: with what they had and that's mm-hmm. more than a lot of people do honestly mm-hmm. like yeah. on, a lot of people take their 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 poverty and their squalor and turn to abuse because of it these people were like hey we got to work together to make the best out of this situation and uh, and, and you, love each other
1: you know you know during the whole movie you're you're setting up for a, a not happy ending and i I knew that the whole time and honestly i would have had i would have loved to just straight up limited series where it's episodic and just happy family moments with these guys and them just living because i would have been on board all day 90 sitcom style (laughs) yeah um because it was it was just great you wanted to be there for every moment and -hmm. then it finally starts to trickle down on what's going on even though you know it's coming you're like don't
0: don't do it Shota, don't Don't um, jump off with those tangerines. Just give them back. You'll probably be fine. Yeah,
1: <laughs> and it just once it happens, it's all heartbreaking trickle of the tears. You're like, I oh, I wanted more. I wanted more time. Yeah. But uh, as a whole, holy shit, man! What a what a good fucking movie. And really strong competition for Roma if I've got to say. Yeah,
0: I, I'm going to pull up what uh, they were up against because I, I remember that year being like a really good year for international films. Yeah. And while I think Roma artistically is the better movie, mm-hmm. I liked this a lot more. And while I knew it wasn't going to win, I was like, I, I was rooting for this the entire time. Yeah. Um, let's see. Where are you at? Right here. This was up. Oh, my God. What? So I've seen four of the five that were nominated. Yeah. Uh, Roma obviously won. Uh, there were Shoplifters, a Polish film called Cold War, which is good, but it's a romance, so we know how I feel about that. Yeah,
1: you do feel uh, ways.
0: Yeah. Uh, Never Look Away, which I haven't seen. And then Kapernaum, mm-hmm. which is a movie. This was such a good year for foreign films. <laughs> Kapernaum is a Lebanese movie, I believe it is uh yeah leban from lebanon lebanese movie about a uh, kid who uh sues his parents for giving birth to him without their consent uh
1: wish we could all do that it's yeah yeah
0: <laughs> granted no one would
1: <laughs> no be one able would to be able be have, able. have kids yeah
0: maybe that's what we need people stop maybe having kids how what dare we need, you actually <laughs> how dare i have kids damn it um, no but uh, it's that that is also on my big list of movies and hopefully we will watch it eventually mm-hmm. uh but yeah so that was a great year for for foreign film shoplifters was my favorite out of all of those yeah. uh i understand why roma won honestly if roma was in color probably would not have won but the black and white in that is so beautiful
1: yeah it's like makes it's it. gonna
0: yeah it, it definitely makes it but yeah i absolutely love this movie i'm glad you had a fun time or a yeah. good time watching it uh i'm glad you you heartbroken as i was no my god you would also take over dictatorships i would i would
1: beat dicks uh anyway (laughs) uh so a huge i I haven't wanted kids in a long time um but this this sparked i've always wanted a like a girl no matter what like Mm -hmm. i just wanted a small baby child to, to love me yeah, and uh, this like re sparked that I'm like, oh, dude, do I kind of want a kid again? Gave you baby fever? It gave me a little baby fever. I'm not gonna lie, because Yuri's just so fucking adorable, and it just I'll, I'll well, that I was gonna say, I'll kidnap her. I'll, I'll be the dad. No, that's bad. I won't do that. I promise. I follow the law. Uh, yeah, <laughs> this fictional yeah, character, by the way. Oh my god.
0: I, I, I'm glad that I have a kid. Uh yeah. baby boy. Oh, yeah. Baby boy. Probably yeah. won't ever have a baby girl, but we'll
1: see. Jeans mm-hmm. too strong.
0: <laughs> My jeans might be too strong.
1: Mhm. And yes. tight. Mm. Oh. <laughs> and got anything else to say? <laughs> I I think I got everything.
0: All right, so that does it for the review of Shoplifters. That brings us to the judgment. As always, it needs to be a unanimous decision whether or not, whether or not it goes in the KFR show with the likes of Apostle and Handmaiden. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was my pick, kind of, sort of. It was on my list, and then Glenn picked it. Uh, so I get to go first. Uh, I think it is very clear that this is an absolutely yes for me. Oh, uh, it's just, surprise. It's, it's such a... It's a heartwarming movie until it becomes heartbreaking. It does both things with your hearts. Uh, it clogs your arteries, makes your arm go numb,
1: and <laughs> smell burnt toast. It's as is delicious
0: as a triple cheeseburger. Oh, uh,
1: you're making me hungry
0: now. Yeah, sorry, uh, but yeah, I think absolutely goes on. Eat, just j- for Yuri running alone, which is the most adorable thing I've seen in a movie oh, in a yeah. long time. I I would put this on. So,
1: <laughs> and then she just yells, "I I can't keep running," and then she just keeps running, doesn't even stop. <laughs> doesn't even slow down. Yes, She's like, I, so, "I I can't keep running." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like the Terminator. Seriously. Uh,
0: so yes, it goes on the shelf for me.
1: I would say, absolutely, uh, heartbreaking, but such a good time to be a part of the family for the moments you got to be there. Yes, this absolutely goes on. Yes. So,
0: Shoplifters, by unanimous decision, which is, of course, the rules, goes Mm -hmm. under the KFR shelf with the likes of Apostle and Handmaiden. That brings us to our next week's assignment, Glenn. Yeah. It's your turn
1: to pick. What are we watching? It is my turn. Yes. I'm going to go with a little movie called The Vanishing. And I know what you're thinking, Glenn. The 2018 The Vanishing with Gerard Butler? No. No. I was going to say, I've seen that. Glenn, are you talking about The Vanishing from 1993 with Jeff Bridges and Sandra Bullock and Kiefer Sutherland? No! Absolutely not. We're gonna go with the 1988 The Vanishing. Oh! That's right. And that is gonna be on Criterion Channel.
0: Je m'appelle Raymond Je suis sociopathe et claustrophobe. Je n'ai jamais trompé ma femme. Mais je m'empresse de vous dire que pour moi le pire, ce n'est pas tué.
1: Parce que mine de rien, c'est devenu une passion. Tu as quelque chose dans la tête. Vous êtes un euh, menteur Menteur Oui. Non, je
0: ne veux Non. Oui Et euh je, je
1: veux... Ne vais violer Saskia.
0: Si, elle est morte. Oh, we haven't watched one of those in a while. I know. I, I saw Speaking of which, like, everyone everyone watched Godland on there. <laughs> it's fantastic. Yeah, you, I've,
1: you didn't say I, it last week, so there you go. I, I
0: saw it in a place that must not be named because I promised I'd stop <laughs> talking about it, and it's the best movie of the year. Hands down. Shut the fuck up,
1: everyone else. It's the best movie of the year. Um. So yes, I, I saw this was on Criterion Channel. I just kind of had to go for it. Um, this was on my list of movies that I kind of wanted to watch and talk about. A bunch of spiders in the trailer. Oh my god! And uh, I wanted to watch it on the podcast. Um. So this was actually a, a TikTok recommendation. Uh, there was like a person that I followed that had a playlist of like movies you must watch that aren't like the movies that most people say you must watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this was on there and it, the the plot that he told me about intrigued me a lot. And I'm gonna go ahead and read that bad boy. Uh, Rex and Saskia, what a fucking name. A young couple in love are on vacation. They stop at a busy service station and Saskia is abducted. After three years and no sign of Saskia, Rex begins to <laughs> receiving letters from the abductor. Uh, directed by George Sluizer, Sluizer. I don't know why I added the e r at the end, like a fucking poo bear. Yes, pooh bear. Written by Tim Crabe, George uh, Sluizer, as 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 I said, as the director. Uh, stars Bernard. Bernard, I'm fucking, I'm not going to lie, I'm starting to sweat, and I could see myself red on the camera, and it is, it is <laughs> toasty as a bitch. Uh, Bernard Pierre dunandier I don't know how you say that last name. Jean Bervoit. Is this a French film? I think it was French. Uh, judging by the names, yes. Um, so right off the bat, I'm not getting your names right. I'm not even going to apologize, but I'm sorry. And Johanna Terceg. Ter- 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 there you go Thirsty. I'm not going further than that because I'm, I'm probably gonna Gwen
0: Eckhouse Eckhouse is the easiest one Gwen Eckhouse Bernadette La LaSache La
1: oh there's Tanya. my name
0: oh Kinda. Lucille Glenn yeah oh. two ends. uh
1: yeah um so yeah um I heard the plot was cool saw the plot was cool and I wanted to go for it so yeah. we're gonna go for it it's gonna be on Criterion channel again a little reminder a little succulent kiss on your forehead just a mm. gentle little good night to you now so there we go.
0: This guy's goatee makes mm. him look very American. Yeah, but he's not. Like he doesn't have like nope. a, a normal goatee. He has like the the he's got goatee. The you the chin. The, chin. Like the it's not the a goatee. It's just a goat or whatever you want to call uh, that you would see <laughs> at NASCAR or something. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, just, just the, I, little,
1: the chin patch there. I, I
0: thought this was American until I saw uh, his name, Bernard Pierre Donadieu.
1: Did much better than me, that's for yes. sure.
0: So, uh, you said that's on Criterion, Criteria. right? Criterion. The Vanishing on Criterion is our assignment for next week. Thank you, everyone, for listening and watching. As always, you can mm-hmm. check out our website at www.keystonefilmreview.com. Uh, on Instagram, where are Keystone underscore film underscore review. Facebook, TikTok, and YouTube, Keystone Film Review. And on Letterboxd, I'm Mike KFR, And I'm Glenn KFR. And that will do it until next week when I make Glenn disappear. Ooh. And then reappear three years later by using mischievous techniques.
1: I feel like I'm in the prestige.
0: Yes, perhaps. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Goodbye, everybody.
1: (laughs) Bye-bye.